Wait, did Rabbit have any friends or was he like the antagonist of the show? No, he was their friend. He was just like really neurotic. Was neurotic? I thought he was just grumpy. I thought he was like miserable. I'm pretty sure I hated them. Like Pooh would like, no, like Tigger would bounce around in his garden and he'd stick his head out and be like, I thought I fucking told you to get the fuck off my property. And then, and then Winnie the Pooh and, 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 um, and, and Piglet would come around and he'd be like, can I have some honey? And he'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I hate you. I don't know what Winnie the Pooh you're watching, but it sounds fucking intense. <laughs> I thought that, I just have this image of that like fucked up looking rabbit, like just screaming at them. Like, get out of here, you fucks. <laughs> You make me sick. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> hi, uh, welcome to Movie Buds. This is a, a podcast where we, you know, we pick a topic film related, whether it be a, you know, a director, a studio, a series, an actor. Um, we basically pick a topic and we pick the best and worst via doing math. The math includes aggregating the, uh, the Metacritic, the Rotten Tomatoes audience and critic, the box office, the budget. Um, I basically put it all together and I uh, adjust for inflation sometimes and I also have to take into account um, the amount of critics um, that have reviewed them so I can get an average number so it's not disproportionate. And yeah, we find out what the best and the worst is and we watch them. Um, this is part two. We're talking about Alien Resurrection. Um yeah, so with the with the math, I'm I'm curious. Do you do you think Dane mm. that Alien Resurrection or Alien Three is the worst film? I enjoy Alien Three far less. Okay, because it because it's interesting because the critics don't like Alien Three. Mm. Well, they don't like either of them, but the critics like Alien Three less. Mm. And it seems the audience actually have more of an issue, a bigger, a far bigger issue with Alien Resurrection than Alien 3. Why do you think that's the case? Uh, because I think that, you know, you can give Fincher some, some, some props. And yeah, but this is like, this is like pre-Fincher though. Like a, a lot of people who were watching it and giving him these perspectives, it's before Fincher was, you know... This is what, 93 or something? Right, but not on the fucking the internet. People yeah. weren't putting their their Rotten Tomatoes audience score on the internet in 1993. I don't know. I, I think, like, Fincher disowned the movie. And, like, a lot of... I know a lot of Fincher fans that don't like this film. And yeah, don't I know. Film. I've just heard the... Mainly at film school. I just got into a lot of arguments with people who were like, actually... Alien 3, you need to give it another go because Finch's original vision, he had so, studio interference. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I, do you know what's... Dane, yeah. you're not talking about just anyone at film school. You're reciting a fucking conversation you had with me, motherfucker. I oh, was okay. the person that said that to you. <laughs> no, but there was several people. Several. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. That, that was such a common thing. I thought that Is that it? was... Yeah, I've I, never met anyone that likes Alien 3 but me. Really? Yeah, no, no one I know likes Alien 3. I've heard that so many times, but we could have just been having the same conversation over and over again. And Dane, not. how many times have we gotten fucking hammered and had the same conversation over yeah, and over Yeah, that's again? what I mean. I could be like, oh man, all I have to fucking hear from these pretentious <laughs> fuckwits is, is how good Alien 3 is. Shut up, all. it's just you. Well, back on, back on topic. Um... At the end of the day, it was almost a dead heat between Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. The thing that really pushed Alien Resurrection down to the to the um, to the to the worst was the budget was a was about fifteen million dollars higher, and it and it made fifteen million dollars less money, mm. funnily enough. And uh, that fifteen million dollars pretty much accounts for Sigourney Weaver's fee for this film. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Well, it wasn't like it wasn't like she got paid nothing for Alien Three, but I bet she got paid a fuck ton of money to come back so and do this. She got paid 
11 she got paid $35,000 for the original Alien, right? Mm-hmm. And she was happy with the end of Alien 3, which makes sense. She dies, there's an end. It's a three-act structure. There's three movies. It's over. Mm-hmm. So, um in an interview, uh she said that she said she didn't want to do the movie and until they drove a truckload of money to her house and then she decided to do it. So I, d- I looked at it. She she got paid $11 million and then points on the end. So she was a producer of the film. Mm-hmm. So she would have got well over $14, 15000000 million to do this one fucking movie. Can you fucking believe that? That's so ridiculous. That's more than the original movie cost to make. Yeah. Why to be an think, alien resurrection. Why did they have to keep getting her back? I mean, why did they think that Sigourney Weaver is the must-have ingredient to make an alien film successful? I think, well, she kind of is. No, I think the know? alien is. Really? Do you do you really think, well, then, I don't know. I, I think it, the alien, of course, it is, but, like... If people, re- I think she's a character people care about. I think if they didn't have her in the second one, yeah, then 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 no one would give a shit if she wasn't in anymore. But well, originally she wasn't going to be in three. She wasn't going to be in three. No, it was about going to be a ri- the original draft that James Cameron was going to do. It was going to be about Michael Bean's character. Mm. And then it was going to come to an Alien Four, which brings back Ripley, and it was going to be a big epic film. Mm. But you, everyone, I think you've heard about the whole bullshit that happened with Alien Three, where it went through about fifty million rewrites, and yeah, people stopped giving a shit by the end of it. Mm. But I don't know. I, I I care about Ripley. I think Ripley's a good character for the first three films. It's a bit debatable as to if it's even the same fucking character in this one specifically. Um, before we get too much into what we think of this film, can you? Can you give a uh, plot description of uh, Alien Resurrection? (laughs) Okay, so this one takes place 200 years after Alien 3, right? Which takes... Alien 3 and Aliens takes place... What was it, like 60 years after Alien? I think the second one does, and then I think there's an even... There's a, another small time jump between two and three, but I can't... No, if I remember correctly, the third one is immediately after. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, all them boys die. You know, they, they escape the planet, and then the third one is like, yep, straight after. We're on the ship, and then they all die. Remember that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so 200 years, 260-odd years after the original one... Um, the, the world is now run by the army or some shit. And, um, and they um, are experimenting on the aliens and trying to make them to use them as weapons or something. It's not clear. Um, and they have gathered up the remains of Ripley and they've cloned her. So we follow a clone of Ripley and um yeah and they keep her alive after extracting a, a queen from her because when she died she had one in her i don't know i didn't understand that um anyway so they take the alien out of ripley and this is not my fault that this sounds complicated it's the movie's fault um and then she's now like mum to the aliens or whatever we'll get into that um and then there's a group of space pirates who come on board the big army ship that's holding the aliens. They get into a fight because one of them is sabotages the, tries to sabotage the army's plans. Um, and then the alien, the aliens get loose and then, and then the movie starts. How's that? That's that's as bad as I expected it to be. Um, it's pretty much on point. Um, this film was directed by the the pretty cool French director named Jean Pierre Junet. Um, he's a pretty good filmmaker. He did like Amelie Delicatessen, City of Lost Children. Um, as a result, I think outside of the color grading and stuff, I think a lot of the elements of this film look good. And also, this film is. 
despite how much he doesn't want to be associated, this film is incredibly Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. It's um, so the, the screenplay was written by Joss Whedon and it, everything about it smells of Joss Whedon, you know? Like I even saw a review that called this film Buffy the Alien Slayer, um, which I thought was kind of funny. But um, even even Ripley's a wise cracking character, you know mm. what I mean? She's cracking jokes. Yeah. Ripley doesn't crack fucking jokes. Ripley's like, get this shit done. No, there's a, we there's need a to lot kill of the alien. It and it's and it's like Joss Whedon humor too. Yeah, it's you know, and all the side characters, like the the cast literally could have walked off the set of Firefly for fuck's sake. Yeah. Everything about it's Joss Whedon. And what I love is that he you know he doesn't like this film, right? He no, blames- no, it's just like he doesn't want to. He's like, no, I didn't write that. Yeah, I so um, I actually, else. I actually want to read his opinions of this film because I find it fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So on on the uh, final product of Alien Resurrection, Joss Whedon said it wasn't a question of doing everything differently. Although they changed the ending, it was mostly a matter of doing things, doing everything wrong. They said the lines mostly, but they said them all wrong. They cast it wrong, they designed it wrong, and they scored it wrong. They did everything wrong that they could possibly do. There's actually a fascinating lesson in filmmaking because everything that they did reflected back to the script or looks like something from the script. And one and people assume that. If I hated it, they changed the script. But if I wasn't so much that they changed the script, it's almost like they just executed it in such a ghastly fashion as to render it almost unwatchable. I think he's talking at his fucking ass. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't know. I don't, if he directed it, it would probably be a little more well put together because he would know what to do with the material. But this just felt like Joss Whedon shit to me. And, like, it should be said, right, I should make it clear, I don't like him. I don't like his... I don't like the things he does, and I probably don't like him personally. But... So, you know, maybe that has something... You don't like to- Toy Story? Huh? You don't like Toy Story? Yes, I, I do like Toy Story, and I know he wrote Toy Story. And I like I like Firefly and Serenity. But him, his whole shit that he does, his whole, like, quirky humor, I can't fucking stand. It bothers me. And uh, this film is is that. Like you can't say that it's that it's not him. Like even if they've executed it slightly wrong, it's kind of like that. You know, he wrote the joke, but they didn't time it properly. It shouldn't be this many jokes in an alien film. No, I think uh, he said that they that it was meant to be more tongue in cheek, and that it should have been more tongue in cheek. It's more like tongue in cheek. It's like he's yeah. That's what he, it was meant to be a tongue in cheek film, but they took it seriously. That was his problem with it. What? Um, but the yeah. whole basis of this why Alien was so good in the first place is that they took it seriously and they didn't yeah, treat no. it like a campy B grade. He's a fucking cunt. He tried to he he wanted to single handedly neuter Alien. Yeah, and I think the director didn't want to do that. You know, it that there are there are points, of course, where there the the weed and humor does become very apparent and. At times, there are jokes that I found funny, but I kind of like that it doesn't lean into that as much as I think Whedon wanted it to. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to watch a campy alien film. Yeah. Um, I think we should backtrack a tiny bit. What do you think of this film? I don't mind it. Honestly. It's a perfectly watchable film, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, um... I like how weird it is. Mm. Um, Sigourney Weaver is sort of prowling around like fucking, like a like Catwoman. She's all she's all kind of like sultry and shit. And it's not just, Ripley though. No, yeah, it's it's not. It's 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 a clone of her, but she. But she what does, I mean is, it it doesn't feel like Ripley the character at all. No, it feels like um. A fucked up weird clone. Yeah, it's in, which is which is what it is. It's like a fucked up weird clone. She's um, she's not a, she's not um, 
at all scared of the aliens in this. She she can kill them quite easily, and she kind of is in love with them because she's their mum for some reason. Yeah. Did you understand that? Yeah. Why is she their mum? Because um, her DNA. So you know when they go into the uh, the room, and then there's all the fucked up clones of her that didn't work and the dna is kind of like she's half alien half human right it's because in the cloning process her dna spliced with the um the alien that's why that's why fucking she becomes uh uh alice from resident evil pretty much yeah you know what okay, i mean so that's why all the that's why she is like mum to all the aliens. Yeah, because her and the queen are symbiotic. They're the same being, apparent, like kind of. You know, they share the same DNA structure. Right. That's why. That's why. And I think it's kind of clever. It's not like the worst thing ever. That's why the alien queen is given a human reproductive system. Mm-hmm. You know, so they kind of explain that they've affected each other. Yeah. Um, which I don't think is the worst thing. No, it's super weird in that way, which is, you know, what makes it entertaining. If if anything, the thing that pulls this film back is the fucking jokes. Yeah. You know, like, it's held back more by Joss Whedon just trying to make quips. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like any of that stuff. Mm. All the I love the cast. trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. I love the characters. I love the cast. Again, the jokes seem forced. And I think it's because this is the first English language film for the director. So maybe he wasn't able to get the timing right, mm. if you know what I mean. I think it, it's probably... I couldn't I couldn't tell a joke in French. I couldn't make someone... A fr- I, I wouldn't know when a French actor delivers a line properly. Yeah. So I could probably understand that that's probably why some of the things don't land because he wasn't able to direct them yeah but still it's Um, super weird seeing in an alien film right mm. you know the scene where they get they get held up by the army guys and then the dude who has the guns attached to his wrists is um pointing he's holding his guns in the air and the army guy has the gun to his head and he's like put the guns down he's like i can't they're attached to my wrist and he's like do it i'll shoot you man and then he sees that there's like you know a surface on the ceiling like two poles next to each other and then he's like fuck you and then shoots directly into the ceiling it bounces off one pole into another and then down into the guy's head yeah. That is such a strange scene to be in an alien movie, considering yeah. how serious and dark the previous three were. That is com- that is completely out of place in Aliens. So did you not like that scene? Is that what you're getting at? Is I loved sort of- it, but I loved it, but I couldn't but you know, this is this is a trash movie. Yeah, of course. Like I, I like this film. For probably a lot of the wrong reasons, but yeah. at least it's for most part, it's aesthetically also pleasing as well. Like it's not incompetent. It's just the script or just something. There's just something really off about it. Like it, I actually, you know what it is? It's, yeah. it's like the film is like the Ripley clone. It shouldn't fucking exist. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. And that's what's strange about it is it doesn't need to exist and we're living in a weird realm where alien resurrection is a thing. So it just doesn't feel right. It benefits it benefits the movie that it takes to place 200 years later. Yeah. Um, because um, it then completely separates itself from the others and that this is a clone that we're looking at. So what you're watching is this just strange cartoony mashup of, 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 of whack shit happening in front of you. And... Therefore, it's kind of entertaining. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's so fucking weird. And honestly, it creeped me out more rewatching this than watching Alien. What what about this creeped you out? You know what I mean? Let me guess. Was it was it Sigourney Weaver being weird with the aliens? Uh no, they didn't creep me out so much. I thought that was sort of interesting. Um, but when she walks into the cloning lab 
and she's just looking at all the clones of herself and she comes across that clone of herself with like the fucked up arms and shit and it's just like kill me and then that was haunting yeah i like that scene it's effective because it was creepy i didn't find it funny because it sounds funny when you say it but Mm. it honestly made me really uncomfortable uh Mm. it was it was very creepy the um the human like the hybrid human alien at the end that thing's creepy that's really weird looking yeah and, and like gross uh, this movie's gross as well especially towards the end like shit just gets all slimy and 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 all organic looking you know what i mean yeah With this uh, fucking it's, see, human alien thing do you think this movie looks most of the time okay I think most of the time it looks good. It looks shitter than Alien, but uh, you know, apparently, like you said, they all do. Yeah. Um, so for for me, for me, Alien, the designs on point, the film stock's good, so it's not too grainy and gross looking. Mm. Everything looks really good. Aliens, I've noticed the film stock. It was shot on. It looks really grainy and kind of old, like it looks dated. Mm. Um, three, the issue is the CGI. The Alien looks really shit. Mm-hmm. In three, um, this one I think looks pretty good. But I don't like the color grade. No, it it's very nineties. The very nineties color grading. That weird greeny thing going on, yeah. and I t- it makes me feel gross. Um, like it makes me feel like calibrating my TV when I see it. Yeah, and also I think everything's overlit. Yeah, those cre- the the creative shadows from the from the first film are gone now. Everything's overlit, but they still have the industrial like setting. So the aesthetic yeah. of Alien is mostly there. It's just overlit, and yeah, like you said, the 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 grading is off to green, and the. There's a lot of use of um, close-up with a wide-angle lens. See, that's that Jean-Pierre Jeunet style. He's very influenced by Terry Gilliam. Oh, okay. A lot of his movies look uh, Terry Gilliam-y. Have you ever seen City of Lost Children or Delicatessen? Um, Yeah, he has that. He he has that weird thing going on. So he does put a bit of that in this, Mm. and. even some Dutch angles and stuff. That makes he sense likes. because it's not bad within itself. So he clearly knows what he's doing with when using that. It was just weird for it to be in an alien film. In an alien because film, it, yeah. it has an element of goofiness to it, which adds yeah. to the overall element of goofiness that this one has he- with the Whedon script and some of the costume designs. So that was the strange, unsettling factor to it for me. I. I think, I think, um, so Joss Whedon can balance dramatic with humor. He is a, however much you don't like him or like him, he is able to do that. You watch Firefly, they can quit, but also there's a very serious thing going on, right? Mm. It's probably very hard for this director to get that proper balance. And I think that's why the tone of this film is a bit weird at times. Mm. It's absurd. So, like, he's reading it and he's seeing, hearing all these jokes and all this humor stuff, sight gags and shit. It's probably hard for him to translate that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I read that he didn't even want to do this film. because The director? Yeah, there are a bunch of more well-known directors offered it at first, like Denny Boyle and some other people. And they all turned it down because they didn't think that there should be a fourth Alien movie. And then they offered it to this guy... And he even said that he was unsure why he got offered it because there shouldn't be a fourth Alien movie, but then he just did it anyway. Well, he probably got paid a lot of money as well. Yeah, or just, you know, any opportunity. I don't think he did, I don't think he directed anything before then. They, I think they were just impressed with his spec script for Amelie. But, uh, you know, so I don't blame the guy, but I think it just says that, you know, that might go a bit towards explaining... Uh, 
why the vision is lacking in clarity, but then it's also impressive that it does seem to have so much clarity, given the fact that he clearly didn't get Joss Whedon's humor. Yeah. And um, also um, that he didn't want to make Alien 4, but then did anyway. So it's like, okay, you didn't, you didn't get what you were handed and you didn't really want to make it, but surprisingly a decent job for such a weird movie that shouldn't exist well i think he i think he try again i I feel like i say this like every second fucking episode but he i think he was having fun with it Mm -hmm. um there's enough elements from his the films he made before this in there even to the like again like you were noticing with his visual style and a bit of his kookiness but also like he he brought along his two he has two actors that are in a lot of his films and it's the the guy in the wheelchair, Dominic Pinon, mm-hmm. and Ron Perlman is in his films as well. So I feel like he's just like, ah, oh, I'll get these guys so I know people on set. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of added to, you know, probably made him uh, feel more comfortable. I, I'm a bit split with the jokes. There are some that work. For me, it's mainly the, the quips. I don't think the quips work. But there's like a joke where, you know, when Ron Perlman has the gun in his back and he turns around, he grabs the gun and he throws it back to the guy. Yeah. And he's like, stop putting the gun in my back. Mm-hmm. Shit like that What was funny, I thought. Right. You know, like the things that are kind of a bit more literal and not like uh, Tony Stark going, oh, the, you're playing Gallagher and you thought no one would notice. You there's know, like one those- part where I laughed. And yeah. That's when they're climbing this ladder in like a, out of a, out of a, a pit basically and there's yeah. an alien coming up behind them ron Perl, like from underneath the ladder and uh ron perlman does a like a not a backflip what does he do he puts his legs in the ladder and then he like yeah. turns upside down and then shoots at the alien which is so dumb but anyway he ends up hitting the alien in the head and it's real you know tense he's like ah and then he hits the alien in the head it drops down dead he defeated the alien and then he swings back up and then there's a spider web in his face with a little spider and he's like what and he shoots it <laughs> yeah and then he shoots it and i and i went <laughs> so you got one snicker out of this film yeah so what what is the main reason you would enjoy this one then god just because it's just because it's bonkers Right. If you've, if you've seen... Okay, but that comes from having seen the other ones. Right. And, and understanding the, 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 the tone that's quite consistent. Even from um, Alien to Aliens, fairly different films. But, yeah. uh, you know, one's an action film, one's a horror film. But they feel very much like they're set in the same universe. I'd say the they, same about three as well. Yeah, and three three fits in there as well. This one is, I more watch it like an alternate universe version of Alien. What, you know what I mean? is it? Is it Marvel or is it DC that have the what if universe? I, I, I think they probably both have some shit like that. It feels like a what if. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, this isn't really, ca- this shouldn't be canon. No, no, and no, it doesn't feel that way at all. Like I don't. I don't see it like that. Like I said, I watch it like it's some bizarro world alien movie. Yeah. Uh, where the um, others where the others didn't happen. But at the same time, that's why I enjoy it. Where I think if you were coming into this fresh and didn't really know anything about the Alien series and uh, you just watched this, you'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? So I, I think I, I mentioned it to you and it's probably worth repeating now, but... um. I actually, in preparation for this podcast, I actually watched Alien 4 before I watched Alien. Simply because I knew that if I watched Alien before this, I think I'd be a bit more uncomfortable with this film. Mm -hmm. Um, Just kind of, you know, like you get annoyed. It's just like, what the fuck are they doing this? You kind of act like a bit of a a fan. Mm -hmm. But um, so from watching this before watching Alien... I personally, I think I did enjoy it more just as a fun film. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, this is a funner film. This is an easier film to watch than the original. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's probably true. You know, it's it's kind of kind of a bit like how I prefer rewatching Escape from LA than Escape from New York. Mm, mm. Where it's like Escape from New York is, you know, a better film, I guess, but I rewatch Escape from LA because it's nuts. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I I Okay, this is a question. What are you more likely to watch in the future? You said you're not really going to watch Alien. Are you more likely to watch this than Alien? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll pr- probably rewatch Alien uh, Resurrection soon. Just because it's fun? Yeah, because it's it's because it's yeah, because it's so strange. It's it Honestly, this this movie's bonkers. Mm. Like d- n- Nothing makes sense, but but it but it makes sense in its own f- fucked way. You know what yep. I mean? Like, I can't. I like I hate it and I love it, but it pisses me off because I really like. Um, well, I like Alien and Aliens. I don't really like Alien Three, but you know I like those two so much, and this kind of kind of spits in the face of the the tone of. Alien. All three of them, yeah. Yeah, because this movie's not even trying to be scary. It's not a horror film. No. Like, in Aliens, there's plenty of still... The Aliens is still scary in that movie for me. And yeah. there's still tension. This... I don't know what this is. This is the, like, um, a, like, a, like an adventure film. It's like a caper. It is. It is. Again, it's a... It's, a, it's an ensemble film, you know? It's the first film where, like, four people survive at the end of this one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's like an adventure film trope, that there's the team of people that get away, you know? Yeah, I guess you can you can imagine it as if it's like um, an episode of Firefly where, like, there's just, like, the space crew uh, fly onto a ship where they find uh, a bunch of aliens and then they discover that the you know the the this woman fought them 200 years ago and then they cloned her and cloned the alien out of her and now she thinks they're their their mum or whatever uh all that stuff is 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 weird i don't want to just keep saying it's weird but it's really weird and sigourney weaver does a good job in this role i have to say she pulls well, off she, this she, like creepy sultry mum vibe in such a way that's very unsettling it's it's a it's weird it's it's she's a very sexual but she is also very mummy in it as well it's it's it confuses my penis a little bit <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah it's like damn i don't know what the fuck's going on yeah here. i should not be liking watching her caress an alien but i am yeah it's yeah she's um you have to like you got to give it up for her like the way she's behaving no you don't give it up for her you give it up for the person that drove up a truckload of money to a house to do the film but she could have phoned it in she's still she's still giving it her all and she pulls it off which would be a very difficult task because this is silly as shit hmm but she, yeah, she, you're right. She is taking it seriously. Yeah, she takes it. She takes it very seriously. Um, and I cannot fucking properly describe her behaviors. And the How way would she, you... the way she yep. moves as well. Like she doesn't. She could have done a, you know, like a, a Harrison Ford, where she just puts on a white t-shirt and just walks around and reads her lines. But she's even that's fucking Blade Runner 40, 2049. <laughs> yeah, it's anything he's anything he's doing. Uh, it's him even in Star Wars, he's doing that. But anyway, mm. so um, even even the way she moves, <laughs> like all her movements, um, uh, a sort of like snake-like almost. Yeah, you know Cat- what I mean. I, I'd say catty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she just kind of is, is sort of like slithering around the place, and uh, she's like a snake cat. She's a snake cat woman, and she's—I uh, don't know what the fuck 
I'm going on now. I know what you mean. Um, I have to, I'm trying to think again, you know, we keep talking about how this film is just weird. One of the most unsettling weird bits is Brad Dourif's character, like in the web. And he's just like narrating the weird scene. He's like, you're it's, you're it's mother. It knows you as its mother. Come over here. Like, that is the weirdest scene ever, you know? Yeah, she what she um she falls into like a nest of aliens and then seems to like orgasmically slither down inside the pile of goo and then into the nest. And then there's the the guy okay, so who was that guy previously? Was he one of the scientists? He was the scient he was the head scientist. He was the one that would um hover his hand over the button. Yeah, okay. You know? So he got taken by that alien um pr- j- like just after it escapes. Yeah. Um and then we then we find him um all cocooned up in this <laughs> in this nest. And as soon as Sigourney Weaver falls into this nest, we we're, we're met with his character like you said it perfectly narrating the scene to her. And he is now, for some reason, in love with the alien queen as well. And just talks about how beautiful the aliens are. And how beautiful everything that's that's happening. Um, but it makes no sense why. Like, no, how no, does no, it but go- it's, just, it's just really creepy and really funny. And it's so unsettling. <laughs> and he's just so offended when it kills the mother. Like, oh, no, yeah. it's beautiful. No. Yeah. And then, and then it's going towards him and it's just, and he's like acting like he's its dad, you know, like come over here, you know, like yeah. it's clearly going over there to rip your fucking head off. Like, yeah. And I have Jesus. no idea. Maybe I'm missing something about the alien franchise, but, um, I didn't know that that was a thing that if the aliens catch you and cocoon you, you fall in love with them. I don't think it is something that, um, happens i think this film is just weird yeah Yeah. i don't know how i don't know but i just i don't even know how joss sweden wrote that scene you Uh, know yeah i don't know if he did i would love to read the original script i'm sure it's somewhere online yeah 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 that's one that's that's definitely up there with one of the one of the weirder ones uh, Mm. in the movie um, um, did you hear that at one point, uh, Sigourney Weaver wasn't going to do the movie. So it was going to be about Newt from the second one. Apparently um, they were going to clone Newt. Yeah. I don't know. I think Sigourney Weaver makes this film infinitely. Like, you know, how you, you know, how you're like, I don't know how they could make this I don't know why they need Alien. I don't know why they need Sigourney Weaver. You know how you said that before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think this movie would have made any money if she wasn't in it? No, but what I meant by that was that I think after she was um, in Aliens, I think then she became a necessary factor. Right. But because then everyone was used to the, the repetition. If she then wasn't sure. in Alien 3, it would have been a problem. I'm pretty sure... Uh, James Cameron fought to have her in Aliens. I think people didn't really want her in the sequel or didn't think she needed to be. Yeah, I bet they probably didn't want her to be because it means that she would be able to ask for more money. No, just get yeah. some other unknown actress who we can give thirty. But I don't. To. I don't think she was really doing much in between those movies. I don't think she's ha- she she has she's had an okay career, but I don't think she's had like a prolific one. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There was a little movie called Ghostbusters. Wait, was that in between? Wait, um, I'm, oh yeah, definitely. But she's like such a nothing character in that. I don't know. She's pretty important. She, you think? Well, she's a she's, damsel in distress. Yeah, I guess she's just she's not the damsel in distress. Yes, well, she okay. is. Kind of is. She's the opposite of Ripley in that film. Uh, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I just think that her character in Ghostbusters is more than a, a typical love interest or damsel in distress. What is she then? Hmm. 
She's a sophisticated woman. She plays the violin. Does she? Yeah. I don't remember that. We Have watched that a while ago. Ghostbusters, bro? You we fucking watched she it together, cunt. She plays the violin and she's, um, yeah, and she's like some mad professional violin player. And she's an independent woman. She only ends up falling for Bill Murray because he's so dang charming and he saves her life. Okay, so you might have some reason to believe that she might have asked for more money after being fifth billing in Ghostbusters. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think she could have just asked for more money because she was in Alien. That would have just made her be worth more money. I don't know. I, I Personally, I think that they probably... This is my opinion. Mm. So you believe it's because she was entitled to more money. I think the studio might not have thought she was a bankable star. Mm. Yeah. That's why I think they probably didn't want her. Maybe. Well, I can tell you this much. I'm definitely glad she's in Alien Resurrection because she's yeah. awesome in this. Yeah. This would Every be... time she shows up, I'm like, yes, more weird Sigourney Weaver shit mm. where she's just like prowling around and giving everyone sultry looks and being like, could you I'm imagine, the alien's mummy. Could you imagine if this movie was just original Joss Whedon characters? I think it would be pretty hard to stomach. <laughs> Why is that? All the zane, just if it was just the zany space pirates. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't think it would have been really like she does anchor this film for me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I like I like all the stuff with her and yeah, and every time she um like when she joins up with the space pirates, so at the you know, for like the first half of the movie, all her scenes are separate. It's her basically being a mm. prisoner on this um mm. army spaceship. Um and then all hell breaks loose. And then the space pirates are running around being like, what the fuck's going on, man? And then one of them dies. And then Sigourney Weaver does this cool shit, which I won't describe, but she basically kills one of the aliens and then like pops, pops out of the ground. And then she says some dumb line. And she's like, was it good for you too? Something terrible, terrible line, terrible dialogue. But I guess just not delivered right. Mm. Um, but I was like, yeah, everything oh, else was yes. wrong. They're teamed up now. Now we're going to get to spend more time with whatever this weird mum shit Sigourney Weaver is Ripley doing. Because Ripley does disappear for a little while, doesn't she? There's like a 15, 20 minute period where it's just the space pirates and then she just kills an alien and comes back. Yeah, we um, have to hang out with the space pirates and Winona Ryder. Um, what would be your... You haven't seen Alien Covenant, but... For the five that you have seen, what would be your ranking of the five Alien movies? You got Aliens, Alien, Alien Resurrection, Alien 3, Prometheus. Interesting. When's the last time you watched Prometheus? Mm, I don't know. I watched it at the movies and then I watched it when it came up uh, and I rewatched it when it came out on DVD. I watched it at the movies when it came out and I felt really hollow and empty inside. Like I'd just been fucked and left, you know, <laughs> like come, come dump, you know? Right. Um, and then I watched it about an hour before we recorded this and I felt exactly the same. Right. Uh, I appreciated the, it's, it's, it's interesting. A lot of the elements that, were good about the original Alien, right? Are really good in Prometheus as well. The issue is that he's trying to tell this really lofty, poignant story with it. Like, the th it's very heavy-handed with its themes. Yeah. And it just... And he's just not good at that. No. So, that... I don't know. I, I think Prometheus sucks because it's um it's reach... Far exceeds like it's 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 reach far exceeds its grasp. Yeah, you know? and also it's written by that. Wank. You don't like Lindelof. You don't like Lindelof, do you? Oh, I hate him. I hate him so much. Him and Abrams, they are my They're... fucking real life ass enemies, man. I hate those cunts. 
Those those two work together on Lost. I'm guessing you don't like Lost. Hate Lost. <laughs> um, so I sent you some because I, I noticed with the last little uh, uh, review, the, the first part of this two parter that you can actually read and I can't. <laughs> so um, I've sent you both the good and the bad IMDb rating for this film. Yep. Um, do you mind reading the good one and then the bad one for us? Yep. Okay. So the good one, uh, did uh, the good one is the one that's titled, uh, it's the one that says nine out of ten. Yeah. Can you see that one? Yeah. Cool. No worries. Uh, so the title of this is Alien equals suspense. Aliens equal action. Alien three equals tragedy. Alien resurrection equals gore. Well, that sounds like a negative review. All right. Although it's got major flaws and some plot holes, I find myself liking Alien Resurrection a lot. First of all, I'm a sucker for horror and sci-fi movies. Second, I love the Alien series. Although Alien 3 is even written the three in Alien As 3. As cubed. As, yeah, I'm, I'm like going to stop you here for a second. All I'm hearing is, I'm a shill. I'm a shill. Yeah. I'm a shill. As, I'm a shill. If it's called Alien and has an ali- a xenomorph in it, I'm on board. Yeah, That's I just like I that he's written so Alien 3 with a, like Alien Cubed, like how it's stylized. Anyway, uh, Alien 3 was a bit offbeat in the action department. Third, Sigourney Weaver is incredibly menacing as a cloned Ripley. She's always great to see on screen, but this was truly something to behold. And last but not least, I love the storyline. How they brought the genetic aspect so cleverly. What? It was truly a new twist on the series. Although I wouldn't qualify AR as a real episode. What's AR? Alien Resurrection. He's giving it... He's oh. So not only is he going Alien Cubed, he's going AR. Yeah, just right. Okay, whatever. Uh... Wouldn't qualify Alien Resurrection as a real episode in the Alien series, but rather a new beginning. Jean, Jean-Pierre Junot, is that how you pronounce his name? Junette, I think. Um, okay. Did a great job in bringing his fantastic style to Hollywood. The creatures were cool and scary, although I wish we had seen more of the Queen. We still had the horrific newborn, which was truly demonic. Anyway, despite its flaws, it's still a great film, although it will never be a classic like Alien and Aliens are. Now, if only there could be a fifth one with a better script, more character development, and more firepower. Written in 1998. Fuck me. Fire out. Um, He's an OG reviewer, this guy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. I agree with a lot of what he's saying, except for I'd give it a six and not a ten. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? Gave it nine. A nine, out, nine out of ten. Like, yeah. I agree with a lot of what he's saying, but he's, but I'm not going to just shill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what did you think about the gore in this movie? Because there's like, there's some pretty excessive gore. Like where? Uh, like at the end, how the alien human hybrid gets sucked out of a window in space by through like a pinpoint hole. I love that it's that's just, how they defeat the alien at just, the end. Just, I think that's clever. Uh, I don't, I don't know about clever, but I certainly thought it was disgusting and 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 horrific. Like I was, Did you- I was genuinely like, like I was getting grossed out, but it was also scary because. It has this scream that is like a human scream as well. And it's just, you see all the, the effect of it being sucked through, that guts falling out and getting sucked out the window I laughed the skin at bubbling. that bit. Yeah. I laughed because the scream sounds like it's saying, oh no. Like, oh no, oh yeah. no. And that just made me laugh. Like, this <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh no. No, that, that upset me. I was sitting there going, oh no. <laughs> in a high-pitched squeal like it yeah i felt um, sorry for it uh there's a i have a friend who's a big uh fan of the alien movies i think the second one aliens is his favorite film mm. and one of his complaints about this one is they changed the iconic hiss of the alien to a roar yeah. he seems to have a big problem with that it's something i didn't even notice until he mentioned it yeah they changed i didn't the notice sound design that either for- 
I didn't. But do you notice now that now that you think about it, they're like roaring in this one, yeah. like tigers. None of them think about it, but I just kind of put it down to like I guess we just haven't heard them roar before. They just wait, kissing. Yeah. Um, and another thing that that just reminded me of. Do you remember in any of the previous three, the aliens being able to spit acid? Do they spit acid in this one? They do. They spit acid in this one. But do they when do, do they it in spit the acid? They spit acid in the dreadlock guy's face when they're climbing the ladder. I thought it got injured and the blood sprayed in its face in nah, his face. No, nah, very clearly spits acid at him. That's weird. Okay, and do you know and I they haven't done that in any of the previous three. I'm very, very sure about that. Yeah. But what is what makes that extra stupid? is that this is the movie where they establish that they spit acid, but they have the scene of how the aliens escape is that these two aliens gang up on one and kill him so that his acid blood melts the floor away. But, but they th can just spit acid. But the three of them could have gathered around and just spat on the floor for a while and melted the, the shit off. You know what I mean? Are you sure it spits acid? Man, I'm so sure. I don't remember that at all. I thought it got shot and a bit of it sprayed in the guy's face. No, it comes out of his mouth. That's weird. Yeah. I guess I'm just like rewriting it in my brain because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, the Mandela I'm effect. The I'm having like a Mandela effect, but for alien resurrection. Yeah. That's funny to say to people like I'm having a Mandela effect. That's <laughs> what it's called, it isn't it though? Where you kind of just like rewrite something in your brain. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never really paid attention to people when they talk about that. Because it's just like, you know what's weird? Is that half the people thought Bernstein Bears was spelt like you would imagine it would be spelt, but then everyone else were nerds and knew how it was really spelt. It's like, yeah, they do spell it really weird. So I can understand why some people spell it how it fucking should be spelt, if you're mm. spelling things correctly. Anyway... Um, shall we, uh, move on to the, uh, the bad review? <clears throat> yeah. So this one is titled in space. No one can hear you sigh. Oh, very clever written in February, 1999 by pooch eight. <laughs> um, alien resurrection is the most radical departure in the series that has now spanned centuries in its own universe and nearly 20 years of our own earth time. Gone is the meticulously constructed suspense of Ridley Scott's 1979 original. Gone is the heart-stopping pulse of uncannily staged action from James Cameron's 1986 sequel. <laughs> Gone is the Ripley who cried and fought and bled and sacrificed her own life to save the world from the horror she very nearly unleashed in David Fincher's atmospheric and underrated Alien 3. Instead, we get the all-new Ripley, Cynical, sardonic, and ready with a wisecrack or a fist for anyone who crosses her path. Director Junot, unfortunately, seems to bask in self-parody. And this is where the film goes wrong. He serves up plenty of nasty evisceration and gruesome chest-bursting, but by now we have seen so much of the creatures that they are no longer terrifying. Still, I have a lasting affection and fascination with this series. And Junot Alien is better than no alien. Yeah, you know, they're kind of both are saying the same thing. But like one loves it and one's a bit more cynical about it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, one's a cynic and one's a shill. Yeah, very, very similar. This one doesn't actually have a, he didn't actually give a rating. It's just a review, which I think I prefer, but it's. I think it's a bit more pessimistic on the, you know, because there's a lot of the, the thing is when I'm trying to find these uh, highest upvoted good and bad reviews, there's a lot of bad reviews that are just like so poorly written. Mm. It's just like, a, you know what I mean? Like, I like to hear what articulate people have to say. Yeah. Not just stupid movie, stupid movie, dumb. You know why I don't you have know? a problem with, th with this movie is because it shouldn't exist. It's yeah. not like, it's not like, um, it was all going great. Like alien three is boring. I'm sorry. It sucks. But, um, 
you know, it's. Have it's, you seen the David Fincher uh, assembly? <laughs> I'm saying is it's not like um it's not like this was some planned out quadrilogy and this was meant to be the final chapter that capped it all off and this one ruined it you know the series was was done okay you could you could have stopped making this shit even after the first one and any of the subscri- uh, and then after the second one and then after the third one so th- this is just like some weird thing sitting there with with cool effects and a lot of schlocky dumb shit and it's weird as hell and so that's why it's fine to me and it's it, i i think if it took itself more seriously i think it would would have been more problematic mm. you know what i mean right i don't know do you agree there or mm, yeah if they changed uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it if if it did have the same tone as the first three, it would have been ugly. You know, the fact mm. that you have this slithery mum character who now Sigourney Weaver is a badass who is in love with the aliens, and you just have this a crew of cartoon character pirates running around. Um. You know, I don't. I don't know how you could take that more seriously than he's already taking it. I'm just saying, hypothetically, if there was a different script that tried to tell a story of somehow Ripley's back in a more serious tone, I think it would have been a bit more insulting and less interesting than this weird piece of history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this movie reminded me of um, Ju- Jurassic World and. Um, uh, there's a few of them. There's like movies like The Mummy Returns and stuff, where they take on a a, a stranger tone, and, and 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 it gets real meta. Like in Jurassic World, how it's about the the company that owns the rights to the dinosaurs um, is is remaking Jurassic Park, but it's a really bad idea, and you shouldn't do it. And in, in, in um, The Mummy Returns, it's a corporation that digs up the mummy um, and then things go wrong there. And this mm. one's this one's kind of the same where it's like they're literally like it's called Resurrection. Like they're resurrecting the, the aliens. Series. They're resurrecting the series. And, um, you know, that's not a good idea because um, things aren't going to end well. Y- you know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of in that in, in that category. It's, of shit. it's self-aware enough. Yeah, I imagine Joss Whedon probably wanted it to be way more like that, like way more self-aware. To quote him, "Tongue in cheek" is what he wanted yeah, it to be. To be like, here's another alien movie. Ha ha! Isn't this shit? Mm. So uh, overall, what's your uh, rating for Alien Resurrection out of ten farts? How many farts are you giving it? Um, this gets five out of ten. Uh, yeah, I agree. Five farts out of ten. Um, I have fun watching it. Um, so, but it doesn't need to exist. It's cringy at points, and sometimes some bits of it do look bad. You know? Yeah, like the C- um, the CGI alien scenes that look like shit. The design, the actual practical effects of the alien, I think, look good. The practical but the CGI effects look doesn't. Great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about Alien Resurrection? No. It mostly. I don't think it ever does what it's trying to achieve. Although it's not really trying to do anything more than just exist. To make it's trying to make money. That's what it's trying. Yeah, to do. and so and it did. It made a bit of money. So cynical then- cash grabs mostly go wrong, but this is one that's just like too weird to not yeah to not it, check out it seriously just made money like it made less than the last one yeah. it just made money and because it was a clear drop from the last one they ditched i think they ditched it they're like oh if we keep pushing this we're going to eventually lose money so yeah this was the last kick of the 
the and dog. It's, and it's, I highly recommend watching Alien and then jumping straight to Alien Resurrection because it's weird as fuck. It's it like, is weird. It's like imagine watching Jurassic Park 1 and then you uh, jump to, there's a Jurassic Park 4 where Sam Neill's back except this time he wants to breastfeed the dinosaurs. <laughs> That's weird as shit. Um, anyway, I think it's my, my turn for recommendation next week. Um, I'm going to ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Greek or comic booky? Greek. Okay, so we're going to watch um, 2009 to 2019, the best and worst of Yorgos Lanthimos. Do you know Yorgos Lanthimos? No. Have you heard of Dogtooth, The Favourite, uh, any of those films? No, no idea. Well, well, I think you're in for a good treat. I think you're going to like them. So, anyway, uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.